Hey there, everybody. It's about that time again. It's a wonderful night outside, people. So come on. Let's all get together right outside. Come on, everybody. Let's talk. So I'm your host, Darius. And as always, I'm here to have one of the greatest conversations with you guys that you have ever had on earth. (laughs) I don't mean to brag, but I'm a good conversationalist. So, I was taking a walk tonight, and um, I literally just got back in the house from it, and it was, it was nice. It was nice because I got to reflect and take my mind off of things. So, I have a question for you guys. When you guys hear the word love, what do you guys think of? Now, I want you to hold on to that answer. How important is love to you? I mean, because if it's as important to me as it is to you, I'm pretty sure that you guys will completely agree with me when I say love is not a joke. It took me uh, trying to count four unsuccessful relationships and about two flings to finally realize how important love is. It wasn't that in those past relationships, I didn't know what love was. It was just a simple fact that in those past relationships, they just didn't know themselves what love was. And I knew what love was, but I trampled on it. And that's my fault. Am I saying I deserve what happened to me in those relationships? No, not not by far. But am I saying that I also accept part of the mistakes I made? Yes, I do. But see, here's the thing. This question I'm about to ask is really important. If a relationship fails, who's to blame? The guy? The girl? or basically the person who made the mistakes. Who's to blame? Who do you blame for that relationship failing? I have always thought to myself that men receive the biggest part of the blame when it comes to a relationship messing up. And that women don't tend to hold themselves accountable for the mistakes they make. Now, I'm a very opinionated person. You probably disagree with that and more to it. I would like to know why you disagree. Allow me to see it from your point of view. I believe that when it comes to a relationship, I believe that both parties need to hold each other accountable for what they do. But men usually are the ones to blame when a relationship doesn't go right. Why is it so easy for us to blame men? Why is it so easy for us to say, the guy is the one at fault, the guy was the one who messed up, the guy, the guy, the guy. Why is that so easy? See, to me, I believe that we focus so much of our energy and our time on wanting to blame the guy 
the guy, the guy, the guy. We focus so much of the energy on that. That we don't, that we sometimes blame the wrong person. We sometimes blame the wrong person. A lot of us will blame the other person and say it's their fault. When to tell you the truth, it's not their fault. You play part in it as well. Love to me is defined as the most purest feeling of connection between two people. Now, I say two people because I also do believe that two people of the same sex can find love. I also believe that two people of Even if you don't classify yourself as a gender, two people who are non-binary can find love. Love is for everybody. I remember when I was a kid, I never really understood love at all. I didn't understand it. And I'm not talking about attraction. Now, I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But <laughs> I didn't understand love. I didn't know what it was. I was wet behind the ears. I remember when I met my first, first, first crush. Her name was Candace. And she lived right down the street from my mom's house, like three doors down. A lot of times when me and my brother would go in the backyard and play with our dog, Coco, that we had. I would say, I'm going to take Coco for a walk, and I would go down the street to her house and bring the dog into our yard, and me and her would play with the dog. I really had a crush on this girl. To me, she was cute. Now I would tell you she was not that appealing, but anyway, (laughs) that was then. That was then, okay? So... (laughs) I remember I was in the house and I was upstairs playing with toys with my brother and my sister she had left out to go you know with a couple of her friends somewhere I said to myself self don't do this But what you want to believe that I actually did do exactly what I'm about to say. So I went into my sister's room, right? And she had gotten on my nerves that day. Like, my mom had bought some candy. And most of the time, you know, I couldn't really eat chocolates. One, I I cannot have milk, period. But back then, I didn't know that. And I was, like, addicted to Kit Kats. So, my mom, she would always, like, get some candy from the ladies at the hair store where she worked at. And she brought home a big, huge bag of Kit Kats. I was like, ah, I was going crazy. I love Kit Kats, man. So, I was right there, and I was waiting. I was going to, you know, trying until I was going to get my share. 
then this is what happened. My mom had to leave because she had to go over to my grandmother's house. And her and my grandmother weren't going to go shopping. So I was left at home with my sister. Now, my sister, right, she was supposed to be watching me and my brother. And she never did. But that bag of Kit Kats was sitting in my mom's room. So I wanted to go get me my share of the candy because my mom said the bag, the candy is upstairs. If you guys want some, go ahead and go help yourself. So I was going upstairs to go get the candy. When I went upstairs to go in my mom's room, my sister comes walking out the room holding the whole bag of candy. And she said, you don't need any candy. So I said to her, mommy said, I can have some candy. But she said, no, you're not getting any. Would you believe my sister ate that whole bag of Kit Kats to herself? When my mom got home, she was mad because, you know, Star, my sister, we called her Star because she was always wanted to be the center of attention. My sister had told my mom that we were the ones who ate all the candy when she was the one who ate all the candy. Now, I was mad because I'm like, I didn't even get one piece. But my mom believed her, and I got in trouble. So that next day, when she left to go hang out with her friends, and she was supposed to be at home watching me and my brother, right? I went in her room, and I took, like, six pieces of her jewelry that... Me and my brother bought her for either Christmas or her birthday. Because we always bought our, our sister's jewelry. I took that jewelry and I put it in my pocket. When she comes back, me and my brother are outside playing with Coco. And I decide to take Coco for a walk. And as I'm taking Coco for a walk, right, I go right down to Candace's house. And I told Candace, I said, I had something for you. And I gave her all six pieces of jewelry that belonged to my sister. All six pieces. Candace was head over heels. She liked it. She loved it. You know, we weren't like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. We're just two kids who really liked each other. But if you want to classify it as that, then yeah, I would say that. My sister, like, three, four days later, went looking for that same jewelry and couldn't find it. I never told her that I took the jewelry. Why? Because she took all the candy, and she shouldn't have. So I never told her. But that's the thing. That's the crazy thing. Love will make you do some really weird stuff. It will get you in trouble. It's a big, huge pitfall that you can fall in and end up killing yourself. Why? Because it makes you do crazy stuff. For me, reality TV shows that display this whole ideology of love is not a real good thing. I think reality TV needs to leave it alone. It, It doesn't really makes sense how reality TV displays love. Celebrities 
make love seem like it's something that is just so easy to obtain. They can fall in love with someone, marry them, and then be done with them all in the same day. Where people like you and I fall in love with someone, and if we get done with that person, those feelings are still there, fresh, the next day. That's why I say don't use Hollywood's definition of what love is. Because there is the real definition of love and then there's Hollywood's definition. Hollywood's definition of love is always going to be a definition that doesn't make sense. Now, I would not implore anyone to use Hollywood's definition. If you have found love, real love, keep it. But if you found that fake Hollywood love... Get rid of it. Sayonara. Good riddance. I mean, I'm serious. I I can't, for me, I can't find myself doing that, saying that, you know, I can't have that Hollywood love. That action didn't cut. And it's like the scene is over and now you're not in love with me anymore. No. See, this is the type of conversation we should be having, people. Come on. Let's talk. So many people look for love in all the wrong places. They do. They look for love in all the wrong places. You, you know... Sometimes people find it in the club. Sometimes people find it at work. Sometimes people find it on the bus stop. You look for love in all the wrong places. Some of us want a certain type of love that's only going to give us that sense of sexual release. But not that real love. So I want to know from you guys. Do you think you found real love? And what does love really mean to you? Let me know. As always, everyone, this is what we should be doing. These are type of conversations we should be talking about. Come on, everybody. Sit down. Let's gather together. Let's talk.